This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, February 25th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Lawmakers assured on carbon cut. Hemp Fix gets state support and groups buck GOP on minority debt relief. Well, he's back. Vilsack sworn in. Tom Vilsack is officially wearing the title Agriculture Secretary again. He was sworn in last evening and will be talking to the media later today. House Ag starts focus on climate. A top U.S. farm leader is telling lawmakers today that the agricultural greenhouse gas emissions can be cut out significantly and some sectors can reach net zero emissions. In testimony prepared for the House Agriculture Committee, American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall says U.S. farmers have already increased productivity by 287% over the past generations and can do a lot more to reduce emissions with the help of science. We can definitely reduce our carbon footprint. With cutting-edge science, we may be able to achieve net-zero emissions in some sectors in agriculture, Duvall says. The dairy industry is already committed to net-zero. Now take note, Duvall is appealing to the committee to make sure foreign sustainability standards don't become barriers to U.S. exports. That's a clear reference to the European Union's farm-to-fork initiative. Keep in mind... Today's hearing is just the first step in congressional work on ag climate policy this year. A new version of the Growing Climate Solutions Act is expected to be released soon. We'll have more Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. FACA leaders stress need for bipartisanship on climate. Leaders of the fast-growing Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance are stressing the need for climate legislation to be bipartisan to ensure long-term success. I am seeing a real appetite on Capitol Hill for bipartisan climate legislation. That Environmental Defense Fund President Fred Krupp during a National Association of State Departments of Agriculture winter conference. But Krupp stressed that the bill needs support from both parties to have lasting power. Chuck Cotter, president of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, expressed confidence that Congress would pass a climate bill. My radar is telling me that Congress is going to legislate here. They are going to do something on climate change because it's being demanded and we're ready to bring this together in a bipartisan way. NASDA panel endorses higher THC level for hemp. NASDA appears ready today to endorse a higher THC level for hemp to give growers more flexibility. NASDA's 22-member Plant Agriculture and Pesticide Regulation Committee voted unanimously yesterday with two abstentions 
to support an amendment to the 2018 Farm Bill definition of hemp that would raise the allowable THC level from three-tenths of a percent to one percent. That change would result in fewer growers unintentionally producing a hot crop that would be considered marijuana under federal law. It would also allow for greater use of available seed varieties, according to the panel. Take note, Vermont had to destroy about half its crop last year because of the existing limit, and there is broad support in the industry for raising it. Florida Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed called the three-tenths percent level arbitrary, and Colorado Deputy Ag Commissioner Steve Silverman said no one's going to get high from consuming hemp that has as much as 1% THC. The full NASDA membership votes on policy amendments today. Thai will be tough on China and enforce USMCA. Catherine Thai, President Biden's pick for U.S. Trade Representative, is pledging today to hold China accountable for its promises and says she'll ensure that the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement is fully implemented. In the opening statement for her Senate confirmation hearing, Tai says it's critically important to have a strategic and coherent plan for confronting China. But she also cautions against alienating the Chinese. China is simultaneously a rival, a trade partner, and an outsized player whose cooperation will also need to address certain global challenges. We must remember how to walk, chew gum, and play chess at the same time. As for USMCA, she promises, quote, to make it a priority to implement and enforce the terms of the new trade pact. Now, take note, Chinese Commerce Minister Wang Wentao says his country wants to follow up on the goodwill expressed in a recent discussion between President Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping by creating stronger cooperation in trade and other areas. I look forward to joint efforts with our U.S. colleagues to follow the spirit of the phone call between the presidents of these two countries, stepping up communications, enhancing understanding, focusing on cooperation, and managing differences to push bilateral economic and trade relations back on a cooperative track, Wang said yesterday, as reported by Xinhua, a Chinese state media outlet. Farm groups endorse debt relief. Several farm groups, including the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, are signaling support for elements of the $1.9 trillion stimulus package Democrats are pushing through Congress, including the $5 billion in provisions for minority farmers. The help for minority producers, which includes payments to retire any USDA loans they have, will better ensure that all producers can come out of the pandemic ready to feed, clothe, and fuel their fellow Americans and billions of people across the globe. The National Milk Producers Federation and the Organic Trade Association also announced support for the aid to minority farmers. But a leading critic of the debt relief provision, Representative Austin Scott, a Georgia Republican, plans to bring attention to it with a pair of amendments he's proposing for floor debate. One would make all women eligible for loan forgiveness. Women farmers are currently classified by USDA as socially disadvantaged, but the definition used in the bill would limit the loan payoff to ethnic minorities. 
You can read our report on the issue at agripulse.com. Now take note, Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa says Democrats will strip from the stimulus package a GOP amendment that was adopted in committee to provide special disaster relief to farmers that were hit by last year's derecho. Record exports to Ecuador and Dominican Republic. U.S. ag exports to Ecuador and the Dominican Republic set records in 2020, according to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The U.S. shipped $527 million worth of farm commodities, mostly wheat, soy meal, and distiller's grains to Ecuador. It's a 9% increase from 2019, according to the Foreign Ag Service. U.S. exported a record $94.8 million worth of wheat to Ecuador in 2020. U.S. shipped $1.3 billion worth of corn, pulses, rice, and other ag goods to the Dominican Republic last year. That's a 6% increase over 2019, according to a separate FAS report. Winter storm sinks weekly ethanol production. The ethanol industry saw its lowest weekly output of production last week since May 2020 due to the severe winter weather. And it could be another week before plants get back to normal. According to Energy Information Administration data, ethanol production dropped 28%, 27.6 million gallons a day for the week ending February 19th. Electricity outages, major natural gas market disruptions, and transportation issues forced many ethanol producers to reduce output by rates of 40% or more. Some were forced to fully idle, according to Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper. Well, here's today's He Said It. The last thing we need is some political football that's passed with just 50 votes. That Fred Krupp president of the Environmental Defense Fund on the need for a bipartisan climate bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, February 25th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.